You came to save me, Miss Pyrrhus. I'm rescued. <laughs> the sea level quantum brainwave user. I forgot you were on this ship. The defective super soldier. You are the ones who are to blame for everything. This is for the Colonel. Don't do it! <gasps> Mr. Sayei! Mr. Stratus! This has gone far enough, Anu. Lyle. Hmm. Were you planning on leaving without me? Did you want to come with me? You'll witness the reformation of the world. Hmm. All right. I like the sound of that. What? And I'll bring Cheridan with me, too. There you have it, Setsuna. Thanks for everything you've done for me. Hmm. Well, if you're sure, so be it! Hello and welcome to It's a Gundam, the internet's best episode-by-episode episode Gundam Seed podcast that's given Double O a try. My name is Jeremy. This is the worst podcast that has ever existed. I'm not being mind-controlled by someone else sitting down over there. That would be ludicrous. I'm Tyler. Sorry, I had to check my notes for that one. You sound like one of those like old-timey race announcers or auctioneers. Oh no, that's a different voice. This one's Narek, specifically from Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged. Huh. All right. Yeah, no, it was not a good one. It's fine. My name is Zach. Today we are watching episode 20 of part two of Gundam Double O. Episode 45 overall, A New Returns. Man, are we really that close to the end of Double Lot? We have five more after this. Yeah, I'm beginning to see how you're, uh, <laughs> your, your metaphor of it coming to a screeching halt. Um, Not screeching halt, just like flying into the runway at maximum speed. Uh, you need to pull up a little, please. <laughs> we resolve a bunch of stuff this week, right? A new is uh, resolved. Yep. Very much so. And I think. Is that what we're calling it? Is that our new euphemism? According now? to last episode at least it looks like chun Li is resolved <laughs> again is that what we're calling it <laughs> when they're dangling plot hooks yes i find that most lives are resolved with death yeah okay well that's fair <laughs> except for madoka kaname and jesus christ except i think those the are the exceptions who get better after dying yeah and superman and, and anyone in the comic book yep gene gray notably except uncle ben they're working on it man i swear Uncle Ben, the one man to ever die in a comic book and stay that way. Oh, Gwen Stacy. No, Gwen Stacy got a book later, didn't she? Gwen Stacy's still dead. That's a Gwen Stacy from another universe. The old saying was that every nobody stays dead in comics except Bucky and Uncle Ben and Jason Todd, and look where we are now. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just Uncle Ben who's currently still dead? Yeah. So yeah, uh, we're kind of uh, racing towards the end here. Anu has just betrayed Celestial Being by shooting Lasse. I mean, it's the easy betrayal, right? He practically <laughs> is begging for it. Uh, they have captured Revive Revival and put them in their interrogation room, a.k.a. their cafeteria. Well, I mean, she didn't want to shoot either of the girls in part because, like, Milena's too young and easy to <laughs> hostage take. And, uh, and easy felt, to hostage take. And felt is too young and probably would actually, you know. Felt would catch the you. bullet and throw it back. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Lasse was right there. Like, and he was driving. And, actually, Anu was explicitly driving. That's true. He was being a backseat driver. True. Which is, which is the real reason. Shot him. This way she describes Celestial being of all their pilots, though. So, all their helmsmen, I suppose. Huh. I hadn't considered that. Although, like, one of the Gundam pilots could theoretically move the Ptolemy around all right. Well, except for the fact that they are later in this episode needed as part of, presumably yeah. part of the plan. And uh, I guess Felt doesn't know how to drive it. Milena doesn't know how to drive it. And they talk about how bad Sumeragi's ship handling skills are. To be fair to Milena, she's too young for her license. No, you know Ian Vashi's taking her out to space and having her drive around. Just, just having her do donuts <laughs> in the space parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously... You're bad at, at piloting the Ptolemy. It's not like there's anything here for her to hit. What else is going on? Marie is asleep and my perfect daughter Soma Pyrrhus is back. Uh, Sergei is dead and that sucks for her. She wants revenge on Andre who killed him. Louise is actually getting conflicted again. Yeah, Louise is like, man, I don't want to kill Saji. Do I have to kill Saji? That would suck. And Saji's like, I have to fight so that Louise doesn't kill me. Marina has been banished to a cabin. Hallelujah is having a hard time respecting Soma's boundaries. 
Lock-On is in a relationship with Nu and things are about to get very awkward for him. I can't see why. He really is locked on and firing, anyway. Anything else going on? The president is black. Mr. Bushido's <laughs> still terrible. Oh, yeah, Mr. Bushido is judging them from an asteroid. Chun-Li may have died. Nana Trinity shot her real good. She exploded, so. But she wasn't got down Mr. President, so who knows? Shonen. You refuse to Shonen. Tiaria stopped being a dick. <laughs> yeah, Tiaria is now good friend to Tetsuna. Okay, um, Shonen and Shoujo. Or young man and young lady, specifically. Yeah, or just boy and girl. Or boy and girl. What the hell is the word for just adult man? Sanin. Sa- is it just Sanin? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so and that that's the problem is uh, Setson is not really Shonen anymore, he's just Sanin. Uh, yeah, he but- grew up. Alternatively, he just he just uh, dissed Mr. Bushido really badly and is like, I'm just Sanin. No, he just realized that the way to avoid Mr. Bushido is to just ignore him. <laughs> you have to draw aggro on him, specifically. No, like, he will fight you, and he will chase you, but if you just refuse to interact with him, then he doesn't actually know what to do anymore. This is boring. Boring is not the way of Bushido. Uh, yeah, I think that's all. So this is a pretty packed episode, as we said last week. Yep. If you want to watch along, it is, again, episode 20 of part two, A New Returns. You can check it out on Crunchyroll. We start with the interrogation continuing and them asking Revive where Veda is. And Revive's like, well, I don't know that. And they're like, you're an innovator though, aren't you? And Revive's like, even if I did know, it was originally created for innovators, you know. And so Tiaria's like, okay, so what are you going to do with it? Actually, that Sumeragi is the one that says that. Tiaria's thinking it though, you can tell. <laughs> she has, you know, what, what was uh, Iolia Schenberg's real goal when he made all this happen? And Revive's like, it's for the dialogues that are to come. Well, and that's not ominous in any way, shape, or form. Well, no, he means like old Greek dialogues, like, you know, just monologues on a stage. <laughs> ah, okay. Which is, I think, the first time that the main characters hear this phrase that the innovators have been throwing around. Are they talking to aliens? What's happening? Or are they just having a uh, Evangelion psychic assault? It's a Gundam series. They're looking for the space whale. <laughs> now is like, hey, I don't understand. And Revive's like, that's the limitation of humanity. And they're like, no, that's you not giving us any context for that wild ass thing you said. And then Lock-On <laughs> is like, well, you're not perfect either. I mean, we caught you. And Revive's like, I let myself get caught. And they're like, you were caught on purpose. It, oh no, it was a wild plan. And Sumeragi's like, yeah, that sounds right. That's exactly the sort of plan I would come and up with. And then Felt calls him <laughs> up and is like, Sumeragi, there's a someone plan. kidnapped Milena, or a new returner kidnapped Milena and shot Lasse. <laughs> the, the way the, she video calls them because it's the future. Fel looks like she's like, oh man, I'm going to get in so much trouble. I know. <laughs> I mean, because like, the way she calls them, obviously she's actually looking down and like staunching the wound for Lasse. But yeah. initially, because she is looking down at him. Don't be mad, but I broke your favorite vase. <laughs> Also, your favorite returner shot your favorite Lasse and stole your favorite Milena. And she said she was an innovator. An innovator? A new returner? <laughs> an innovator? How could we have known? To be fair, it's super, super obvious to the viewer. She yeah. has given them no reason to be even slightly Which suspicious, except for Lock-On. Really makes me think she was the... Uh... Sleeper agent, Manchurian Sleep- candidate. Thank you. Sleeper agent, Manchurian candidate style. Like, she didn't actually know. She seemed to be confused by her, like, innovator eye moments more than anything. So, but. like, it, it seemed more like they were blank spots. Like, she didn't yeah. know they were happening. Exactly. Although she remembers everything she did on the ship and seems cool with it and now just remembers. So, did they delete her memory or something? I don't know. Who knows? I'm really curious as to the answer, but I don't think we get one. We do not. So Revive gets up and is like, grabs his helmet and starts to leave as Setsuna pulls a gun on him. And he's like, if you do anything to me, I cannot guarantee the safety of the hostage. Because Anu and I are the same type, we can connect our thoughts. You know what I mean, right, Tiaria? And Tiaria's like, unfortunately, I do remember that time Regina was like, yo, what's up in your head, boy? Quantum brainwave. <laughs> and Sarah, he says this, and then it's like Tiaria has an epiphany and is like, Soma's on board. <laughs> I don't know if he does or not, but maybe. Because his expression looks like he has a realization of some kind after he says that. That seems to be unrelated to what he said. So Revive tells Anu in their private chat, hey, I'm heading out. <laughs> <laughs> and so, then he leaves the room and shuts all the power off. I presume Anu did this. Yeah, well, I, I, I would bet it. 
Cut to a new pointing gun at Milena being like, type more, as she puts the double O on the catapult. And it's I, like, I like Milena's like, Miss Returner, what are you doing? She's you- like, you don't have to do this. If you go back, everyone will be fine. If you just don't shoot me, we can all go back to normal. And he's just like, shut up. And she's like, yes, ma'am. I, <laughs> I mean, at the same time, like, as far as Milena's kind of knows, Anu is on their side, and this is just this weird... <laughs> thing and maybe she can convince her to stop maybe it's just a weird sex game she and lock on her plane <laughs> i knew they were dating of course she did from last episode well i was gonna say i'm just making a call back to melena's intuition ah <laughs> uh, so correct me if i'm wrong but are you two together we just told you that <laughs> so a new pushed melena out through the hall at gunpoint and goes around a corner where a wild soma pierce is waiting and is like hey you're not getting out of here and Milena is so happy to like, Miss Pierce. It's like, oh, thank God. Someone's pointing a gun at not me. And Anu is like, hey, how did you find someone? And she's like, you aren't the only one who took class levels in quantum brainwaves. And levels the gun, which is a rad way to cut to the opening. Again, my beautiful, perfect girl getting shit done. <laughs> when all those boys are locked in a room. Locked on, more like locked down. Although when they turned on their quantum brainwaves, it kind of, we've seen her do it before. She was like, there's something afoot. Her and Setsuna have both been like, huh. But Setsuna doesn't know what it means. No. Like if Setsuna gets that feeling when somebody does that, he might not know what it means. Whereas Soma is like, I have felt this before. She's been told about quantum brainwaves by scientists who are like, we put quantum brainwaves in your brain. (laughs) Does this mean that the quantum brainwaves aren't going to give her migraines anymore? Or was it specifically just uh, Alleluia that did that? It was her and Alleluia at each other. And I think that's been solved by Alleluia dying. I don't know. They forgot about that plot point, Zach. (laughs) Because I was just thinking like, they don't have her tinfoil hat around here. No, that's because Alleluia was secretly so horny um, (laughs) that it just gave both of them a horny headache. We can edit that out, right? <laughs> Leave it in. No, for a, for a change, I will not have said the stupidest thing on the mics. Tyler, yes, we can edit it out. It is going on Patreon. as its own thing. <laughs> Cut back to the locked down room where they are slowly pushing their way out. Be like, she must have hit the ship with a virus of some sort. Let's split up, gang. Sumeragi, you go to the bridge. The boys will be in teams of two. And Lock-On's like, where did the new go? And, and Setsuna's like, like a, this full, way. Setsuna, full Mega Man, starts wall-kicking his way down the hall. <laughs> and Lock-On is like, wait, what? How do you know? <laughs> and Milena is like, oh, Soma Pyrrhus, your princess isn't in another castle. She's right here. Please save me. I'm rescued. <laughs> and new is like, oh, I forgot about a C-level quantum brainwave user being on the ship. I am S-tier at quantum brainwaves. She also calls her the defective super soldier. Which which is weird considering she is literally the best super soldier. Uh, Arguably, Hallelujah is the best. He did kind of fly circles around her. I think she's just doing that innovator be condescending thing. And compared to the innovators, the super soldiers don't seem that much. That's probably true, yeah. But before she does anything, Lock-On and Setsuna show up and Lock-On jumps in front of her gun. And it's like, hey, Anu... They've gone far enough. You weren't going to leave without me, were you? And I love the look of a news face of, oh my God, I did not think this was going to work out. I get to take my boyfriend? I was sure this was going to be a deal killer for you, but let's go. Taking a hostage and everything? I'm sure Ribbons will- genuinely relieved at this. She's like, I'm sure Ribbons will be cool with a human just hanging out in our house. He let Chun-Li do it, and she sucks. (laughs) And he's like, okay, yeah, I'd like the sound of seeing the formation of the world. I'll take my Gundam with me. Thanks for recruiting me and giving me a so, Gundam, Setsuna. There you go, Setsuna. Give, thanks for everything. Giving them the bro look. And Setsuna is like, I see. Immediately grabs Soma's gun. So quickly, Soma's like, what? what? And shoots Lock-On in the shoulder without missing Which a beat. Which causes Anu to look like panicked and desperate for yeah, Lock-On's sake. Which Lock-On, Lock-On turns into a spin Milena. move to grab Milena. It's like... Look, I took I, I took sleight of hand. I have stolen your hostage. Then he turns back to Seth and is like, dude, you didn't have to actually hit me. I know I'm wearing armor, but ow. <laughs> so cut to Revive. He's like, they took back the hostage. It's my turn to be sexist. <laughs> Only a woman would lose a hostage because of her boyfriend. Cut to Revive Falcon punching Ian while Saji watches. Falcon kick. <laughs> I thought it was a punch. No, she kicked him. And jumping in the O-Riser, presumably the plan was Divine was going to steal the O-Riser and undo the double O. 
but now it's not going to work that way. So Anu has to steal a shuttle and Revive is like, what the fuck is this system? Whatever, I just hacked it like I'm Akira Yamato. Well, I mean, they couldn't make it too complicated. Saji has to drive it. <laughs> That's a good point. Sumeragi has brought a bandage to Lasse, so he's <laughs> no longer job. in danger of bleeding out. As Anu leaves, and is like, sorry, I messed up. And Revive's like, man, save your excuses for ribbons. He's going to be pissed. You think the Gundams are going to chase us? Cut to the Gundams <laughs> chasing them. It feels more like she's just, uh, Revive is thinking that more than actually like knowing saying they're going. That, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, well, I mean, she, she they're like mental saying to so. herself. The, well, because when no, she says voice, that her eyes turn, uh, the, the eyes turn off. Yeah. That's and the true. voice quality changes. So it no longer has that weird echo effect. Setson is like, sorry, Lock-On, but we have to put our priority on getting the O-Riser back. And Lock-On is like, yeah, I know. It seems remarkably short-sighted by Revive to not expect them to come after their extremely important piece of equipment. I think she was just thinking they wouldn't be on it this fast. and they Especially because they immediately transam to chase her down. Yeah. Or ch- I guess chase him down. Whatever. Setson levels his gun at the O-Riser and is like, pull over. And Revive's like, what are you going to do? Shoot this machine? And Setsu's like, nah, you activated Sumeragi's trap card. And the Haro. <laughs> I love the Haro bouncing around this cockpit, like bouncing off of Revive's head and all that. Yep. Right into the Haro dock to activate docking mode. So and we, take control. So we know that Saji really wasn't doing much. <laughs> and I do love this, like, yep, yep, we're combined now. Lol. You're going back to hostage town. (laughs) And Setsuna takes control. So apparently they also override the ability for her to eject the O-Riser. Because we saw Saji do it on his own before. Yeah. But this time they're not letting him. And Setsuna really rubs the salt in the wind like, I guess Lock-On was right. You ain't perfect. I'm surprised they revived us the horror or something. I really like that Setsuna says that. Like, we never see Setsuna being snarky at anybody. And he just... Guess just, you aren't that perfect. He's just are grinding you? in the heel. So revives like, okay, you can have the O riser. Also, you can have machine gun, and by that I mean the O riser can have this machine gun I brought. And she blasts the cockpit, which apparently cutting that down, it all it screws up the double O, and he can't uh, do anything about it. So a new comes to pick up revive, who jumps out to the shuttle, and lock on levels his gun at it, but sees a new being like. You're not going to shoot me, are you, perfect boyfriend senpai? And Lock-On can't shoot her. Like, he tries to get her to come back. Well, he Locks just starts screaming her name. Gundam. And is like, targeted and firing, targeted and firing, targeted and firing. And we see his uh, finger shaking. But eventually, she gets out of range. And he just goes super hard on himself, like slamming himself down and be like, Lyle Dewandi, you're a pathetic excuse for a man. What is my motivation? Why am I in Catheron? Why am I in Celestial Being? These and are I'm like, excellent questions I would are. love to have the answers to. <laughs> I guess because my family died, but I said it wasn't about that. Also, we see that he did kiss Anu on Earth, so I guess this has been going on since before we, the audience, knew about it. I guess they were on Earth during the time skip. Never mind. You know, not being willing to shoot your girlfriend is not actually does not make you pathetic, dude. That yeah, makes you human. Well, that that's exactly, I think, Setsuna's thoughts, as he full names Lyle. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, Lyle, I really do love you. I have to stop talking to you about you now, though, because Revive is in the room and it would be awkward. Also, how come I'm allowed to have a helmet that doesn't tint my hair so you can see it, but no one else is? <laughs> well, in, in her case, it was because she was wearing one of Celestial yeah, Beings' helmets. I know. I don't remember if that's true later in this episode or not, if we still see her full face. I we'll see. cannot remember. Cut to Louise, who is going to Ribbons, who is just on an ALOS ship now, being like, oh, hey, I'm going to prescribe you some new better meds, make you even more computery. Does she know Ribbons' first name? Because she calls him Allmark all the way through this. I think it's just a sign of respect. I think they're just not close. Because like the last scene of the first half is Regina showing Luis to someone, presumably Ribbons. And he says he's the one who gave her the medicine. So I assume this is not their first meeting. Well, we know it's not their first meeting because he also tells her to go to the party. That's true. And Ribbons is like, I gave you medication so you could create a world without war to avenge, avenge your, your parents. parents by killing Gundams. Please don't think about my motivation too hard. Anyway, I have such high hopes for you. I brought you this cool new mobile armor. That doesn't look ominous in the slightest. Yeah, I was going to say it's... It's like only 20% Psycho Gundam. Don't worry about it. I want you this to become... This one doesn't even hum- turn into a big Zam. Yeah. I want you to become humanity's first innovator so you can lead humanity. Sound good, Luis? I see that you have the mind control eyes and will agree with me. <laughs> and Ribbons is like, excellent. 
and then we don't get an eye catch. Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 20 of Gundam Double O. You see, I switch up the order very slightly. It's a new way of doing things. That's all the joke I've got, and pretty much all the stuff I've got. Hey, though, friends, if anyone wants to join us this coming Sunday... August 28th, we're playing Risk of Rain 2 if you want to hop in and do some hectic roguelike shooting action with us. Yeah, I don't know that we got, we got a whole lot else going on. It's the height of summer and all the podcasts are underslept because summer. Oh no, that's, that's how my brain's working right now. So let's get back to the episode and watch some heartwarming content. Don't worry, nothing bad happens. Cut back to Felt trying to fix the virus. Being like, yeah, navigation and combat are down, so that's not great. We got rid of the virus, but we lost 3,456 packets of data. How <laughs> much is that? I have no idea. No one will ever know. Yeah, like, how big packets are we talking? Like, how big is your processor working? I say usually packets are pretty small, specifically for this situation, but we also don't call them packets unless it's network data, so I don't know. It's going to take them a while to get it all fixed, is the point. And Melanda's like, but what about Miss Returner? And Samuragi's like, hey, just focus on your work for now. They're definitely going to attack us while we're down. Hey, Ian, how's the O-Riser repairs going? And he's like, luckily we had a spare cockpit in case of machine gun or Saji barfing all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> but I am going to have to fine-tune this baby for one plot's worth of time. It is a little <laughs> weird that they just had a an entire another cockpit section. It does make sense as the sort of thing you would want. Very convenient for them to have it on the ship, though. Well, I would believe that they'd store as many of the spare parts for the O-Riser and the Gundams on board the ship as they could, especially after their main resupply base got toasted. Maybe they're just so used to their Gundams blowing up, they're like, let's just have a spare everything so we can quick <laughs> slot it in. That's what they were doing for those four months. They put Lassie in a regen tube. And Ali is like, how could this happen to me? <laughs> how could this possibly have happened? Well, you took on somebody who had a wacky-ass name. Cut to Lyle still being hard on himself. And then Setsuna comes in and is like, she's going to be fighting against us actively. You know that, right? And to, yeah, they're not going to miss this opportunity with us having being down a Gundam and our ship. And, and Lockon like, tries to I be the tough guy. Yeah, he tries to be all tough guy and like, I'll kill her when she shows up. And Setson's like, hey, don't act tough. If it comes to that, I'll pull the trigger. I don't care if you hate me. And then Lockon's like, hey, you stop trying to be tough. Through here, I think uh, Setsuna realizes that Lockon is probably going to hate whoever kills Anu. Yep. And he doesn't want him to hate himself. Yep. Yep. And Setsuna's like, you don't have a reason to fight her. And Lockon's like, yes, I do. And he's like, okay, you've got way more of a reason not to fight her, though. Which Lockon kind of grits his teeth at. Besides, I'm in charge. Remember? Tiaria is at the pilot station, and Sumeragi's like, hey, go be a Gundam pilot. I'll do this. I know I suck, but, uh, you know, we don't need someone in the captain's chair, strictly speaking. And I can do the plan beforehand. Fortunately speaking, there's not really anything out here for me to run into. Cut to a little while later where we see that the Ptolemaeus has run into a streetlight, and it's just <laughs> this one streetlight standing up in the middle of space. I was going to say a space ditch. The innovators are here, by the way. So Lock-On psychs himself up. Grabs his helmet out of midair because gravity. How does it work? No one knows. And we see that three innovators and a Luis are on the way. And, and Hilling is super happy, like, yeah, we're going to be able to wipe out the remaining Gundams easy. It's going to be fun. <laughs> and Revive calls her and is like, why would you jinx us that way? You drama-y bitch, why would you jinx us? <laughs> <laughs> and remember, our objective is to capture the double O. And Hilling's like, yeah, that's why we're going to use a new for that. Because she's... Got capture powers. She does have a color-altering helmet. She doesn't have a Gadessa, does she? No, she has a new mobile suit, Zach, so that when you save her in Super Robot War, she has her own unique machine, the Gadess. <laughs> <laughs> Subtle. Which Super Robot Wars is... She's, there, anyone where Double O is a main series. Uh, Except so, all the ones that I've played, they've been at Awakening of the Trailblazer, yes, so... Where she's already dead, rest her soul. So they're like, hey, Luis, we know you're in a new mobile armor and you haven't really done anything yet, but we're counting on you. We expect a lot from you. Oh, well, three Gundams are coming. There are three of them, though, and four of us, so this should be fine. Well, I mean, it's more like three and a half because the uh, the gun archer is there, too. True. 
So Luis fires the opening salvo, and it's got one of those super beams that can curve that Gundam seems to love these days. Not just curve, make turns at right angles. <laughs> Tiario manages to block it, but he tells us it's powerful so that we know. Alleluia and Soma do the cool dodge th- by separating thing that you knew they were going to do at least once. Yeah, it's well, actually pretty is- cool. Alleluia thought they were going to get hit, and and Soma is like, oh, come the fuck on. If we just separate, it's going to miss. Watch. One of them is a good pilot. One of them has an alter ego who's a good pilot. (laughs) Except for the fact that that alter ego is dead. (laughs) Sometimes. He's in a coma. He's taking a nap. Walk on, doing his best Saji impression, starts searching for a new who comes right for him. This is no Gadessa boy. So he ditches his rifle and pulls out his pistols to go mano a mano with Anu. Because as we've established before, they're melee pistols. And Anu calls him and is like, hey, you better uh, not ruin your image as a cool guy. I saw you shoot down four mobile suits at once one time. That was rad. <laughs> Tiaria sees that Lock-On is in trouble and is just like, hey, he's going to need a hand, but we don't really have anybody to send over to help him. Hilling, meanwhile, is relishing in the drama, just on open comms yelling to Sumeragi <laughs> about what a juicy goss this is. Well, as, as previously expressed, Hilling is a drama-y bitch. I wish that was there. That's an innovator-ass name, right? Drama-y, drama-y bitch. <laughs> There's more fight. Again, it looks rad. This is really a good showcase for the Charitum this episode, just doing all sorts of cool and- Gunkata stuff. I think this is also one of the best animated fights we've gotten in a long time between the Cheridim and the uh, Gades. Yeah. And uh, Aluya continues to be useless. He tries to help Lock-On. Actually, he just yells at Lock-On. He doesn't actually do anything to try and help. So Halen's like, we'll let a new 1v1 her boyfriend. That seems delicious to me. We'll take (laughs) the other three. Luis does more curve beaming. So Tiaria is like, oh yeah, I also have a big ass beam. But of course, the new uh, Regnant has a cool beam shield because, of course, it does and, and it just takes the sh- beam, shot. Yeah, the beam shield it has is apparently strong enough to take the uh, hyper burst from the CeraVe. Well, it's basically just like the particle shields. It's just not something we've seen from the incomplete reactors yet. So apparently, Alleluia's primary function in this fight is to yell people's name and get shot. <laughs> Seems about like what he's been doing this entire season. Felt warns Sumeragi that Lyakon is being led away from the combat airspace, but unfortunately she can't sortie reinforcements yet because the double O isn't ready. I mean, what's wrong with the double O itself? They don't want Saji to get shot down when he goes to help <laughs> out later. That is a decent question, but I think Sumeragi's just like, hey, that's a half measure. Without the riser, he's just going to go out there and also be caught up. I mean, that makes sense. I- it's just they don't actually express it because they make it sound more like the double O isn't ready to sortie because it's damaged or yeah. something. Fangu. The Gades has fangs, making it easily the best of these innovator mobile suits. But Lock-On counters with his shield bits in assault mode. Yep. And also just trying to shoot them down. That doesn't go super well for him, unfortunately. He's not quite a Kira Yamato, but he does get one eventually. He gets a couple of them. With the bits, yes. But that's Haro getting them. We know Haro controls the bits. <laughs> Lock-On asks Anu why they have to fight each other, and she's like, it's because you're human and I'm Dancer. <laughs> hey, we finally brought a full circle. And one of the her sword bits uh like blows off Lyle's leg as he counters with a missile to blow off one of her arms. And he's like, "Hey, we understood each other." And Anu's like, "That was false." And Walken's like, "Are you saying it was all a lie?" And we see Anu's face and clearly it's not. But Lockon gets the determination to transam from this, uh which is some really good animation of he starts yeah. flat out kicking her yeah the, the bits basically just like start ripping her apart and then he goes in for i love the dodge in transami has to duck the sword come back around and shoot her in the face yeah it's super good and as established the bits just blow her limbs to bits and he just gets a cool gun kata pose as he comes out of transam and then, and then also backed up by all the bits all pointing at the head yeah He's got a lot of guns. Cut to Elise fucking up the other three. Hey, she finally got to do a thing like I wanted. And this lets Hilling and Revive break three and go after the Ptolemaeus. The three Gundam boys try to shoot them in the back and get laser microwaved for their troubles. It's not the three Gundam boys. It's the two Gundam boys in Soma. Fair. And somehow they haven't developed resistance to this yet, despite oh, having taken... Soma's was first, electrocuted a lot. It's Soma's first time. Tiaria is a computer and successful to lightning damage, and Alleluia sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Alleluia was better. I know. Con- Constitution was his dump stat. 
It, it's so funny because he was like one of my favorite characters in the first season, and now he get, he does nothing ever. Uh, he calls Soma by the wrong name. That's his job. Cut back to Lock on the competent one who rips the chess piece off the Gades and is like, "Hey, I'm taking you back, and you you're gonna be my woman, and I'm not gonna take no for an answer." And you she's don't like well, okay, maybe. And she's like, "Mmm, that is kind of hot." <laughs> <laughs> she actually starts climbing out of the cockpit. She seems all on board for this. The episode's done a good job of establishing she is into this relationship. Hilling is about to just slice the Ptolemaeus in half. We see Stetsuna being determined, but then cut back to Lyle and Anu as Lyle offers a Gundam hand for Anu to climb onto. And is just like, come back, Anu. Milena said we'd all forgive you. I don't know how Lasse is going to feel about that. But. <laughs> and Felt seems like she'll probably be pretty pissed given her mother bear thing. But And the f- way she treated uh, Soma when she when we first brought her on. But, uh, but you know, Saji and Alleluia are all about going and capturing girlfriends who are shooting at us. So they can't <laughs> throw any stones. And Tiaria and Subaragi will look at it practically. And as long as you give us some info, I'm sure they'll be fine and with it. Setsuna would be okay with it. Yeah. Most likely. So that's the majority. Maybe you can't drive with Lasse anymore, though. So a crying Anu is like, oh man, Lyle, I just can't believe you. And she goes to get out of the mobile suit and get into the charitum. But then she gets those innovator eyes and is like, foolish human. Away in new talks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, but Lyle is like, fucks uh, up Lock-On's Gundam here with its remaining arm. Yep. And big sword slashes the bit and Lock-On is not fighting back anymore because he thought they uh, had an understanding. So as Zach said, he is just getting the shit kicked out of him by funnels and sword. And by funnels, I do mean fangs. And then he was like, innovators are meant to guide humanity. We are superior beings, absolute and perfect. And it's shown here that this isn't a new, this is Ribbon speaking through a new. So presumably he's just taken, a, he has assumed direct control. <laughs> Correct. I, I assume he can do this with any of the other innovators. I would have guessed that he probably can too. Okay, so the, my read on it is only Hilling and ones connected to Veda. I do not think he could do Tiaria. Okay. But no, we, that would make sense. Yes. Yeah. No, but that's why I said through Veda specifically. Yeah. So he would presumably also be able to take control over Vive. Yes. Or and healing because they're the same type, or divi- and divine and uh, bring if they were not stabbedied and noved respectively. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's why they were named that. It was telling us how they died. <laughs> and Ribbons is like, I can't stand you treating us as if we're as low as humans with emotions like love. I'm going to show you the difference in our powers. Lock-On tries to fight back, but does not do a very good job of it. And it's just like, hey, stop. I thought we understood each other and we're going to be a thing again. So Anu charges up the heat in her sword and charges right for Lock-On as he's screaming. And then she gets shot from off screen. Yeah, yeah I like love straight this up freeze through. frame, too. It goes into the negaverse and everything. Yeah, it's very similar to the Freedom Gundam's first appearance and it shooting down that gin. We see a close-up on Anu, who you know is dead because her helmet cracks. It's really nice because, like, it looks like it's on freeze frame, and then the helmet just starts cracking. And then it flashes down, and Setsuna's the one who took the shot. Yep. Which he did say he was going to do. He did. And he goes by to give Lock on the time with Anu to say goodbye with the particles. Yeah, covering them in particles so they can have a nice Gundam goodbye in the new type space. I don't know that he did this intentionally because I don't know <laughs> that he knows exactly how it works, but it worked out in that respect. Ribbons gets a blue screen of death on a new OS and is like, what's going on? <laughs> the hell? So apparently they can draw these two naked. They don't have to be wearing shirts because they're naked in the Gundam verse. Maybe they had to uh, save up all their nudity budget for this episode. <laughs> and he's like, you know, I'm glad I was an innovator because otherwise I wouldn't be planted as an enemy spy and meet you. And Lyle's like, okay, that's kind of weird, but I guess I was into it. I kind of wish you weren't because then maybe you would still be alive. And that seems better than you being dead in my arms. And she's like, yeah, that's probably true. Anyway, bleh. but uh, <laughs> without you, life wouldn't have been worth living. Boom. And her last ghost words are, hey, Lyle, we understood each other, didn't we? And Lyle's like, yeah, we neither of us wanted to talk about our family, and I get it now. <laughs> so he's like, I'm glad. The ending song starts playing as a new explodes. <laughs> they don't really explain why the other three withdraw. <laughs> we kind of get it in like in a really S- weird Sessin spot. there now. Because you're talking about the cut after, right? When they're all kind yeah. of out. We get like a flashback in the middle of next episode to Hilling's perspective of the rest of this battle. 
it's oh, kind, really? It's kind of an odd choice, but it's Gundam Double doing a lot to make good use of its time, as we've often complimented it with, especially in contrast to Destiny. I assumed it had to do with Setsuna popping up and chasing <laughs> I also them all, it's and then the fact that they lost a man, kind of having the brief moment of blue screen as they realized we just lost a dude. I, I uh, immediately noticed that I was doing a spoonerism and I was going to call him Pepsina. <laughs> Pepsina sawed it up. Pepsina, my favorite soft drink. <laughs> Diet Pepsina. And that's the ending. Yep. Yeah. Cut to the uh, the nice cheery love song that is the opening sequence. Or, I'm sorry, that is the ending sequence. And But we've got our after credit scene. I do think this is one of the better ones, again. It is, but man... I'm sorry, Setsuna. <laughs> Seems like anytime something bad happens, you get turned into the punching bag. He understands sometimes people have to physically let out their feelings, and he is okay. He bottles them in, so he knows more than anyone the value of getting them out. <laughs> so, as Zach alluded to, Lockon is just using Setsuna as a punching bag, as Alleluia worthlessly watches. Like, Soma is in the back being like, man, this is awkward, but I do think he needs this, so I get it. Alleluia's just like, I should do so. I don't know what to do. I, I can't feel do anything. like the reason, because all of the pilots are here. Like, Thierry is here yelling at Lockon to stop it, but I feel like Setsuna said, don't do any, don't get involved. What? Like, he told them, don't. I especially like at the end of this, like, Setsuna and Thierry just, like, look at each other, and Setsuna gives him a look like, I think he's done now. (laughs) (laughs) Time to go bowling. (laughs) So Lockon's like, she was trying to come back. We understood each other. She was going to be a human, not an innovator. And I love how, while he's doing this, Setsuna, again, similar to when Lockon OG was threatening him, isn't really doing anything to defend himself or try and convince him otherwise. Because Setsuna knows the the truth. She was literally about to kill you. Wouldn't help him in any way, shape, or form. And this is something that he needs to get out. Yep. And he doesn't mind if Lockon hates him, like he said. I think he minds more than he lets on, but he would rather Lockon hate him than hate himself, which is why he was willing to take the shot. Yeah. And so Saji's like, man, they understood each other, but this still happened. And again, the uh, insert song starts playing. And he's like, is that going to happen with me and Louise? Like, we had our little mind palace bit. So, like, I know we understood each other, but is that not enough? I love this shot of Lock-On just absolutely breaking down, holding on to Setsuna. Yeah. Yep. Setsuna, who is beaten and looks exhausted as he starts hallucinating that song that Marina sang. Cut to Marina Man. singing that song with the children. Lock-On hit him really hard. Yes. I imagine the first few were... uh pretty intense yeah like i think i think lock on just absolutely went ham on him as soon as they landed and like setsuna probably understands why and is at the same time i i think he cares enough about all of these people that he's willing to take that shot like felt they're his family even though he can't express that even as well as she can Mm -hmm. to the point where he needed to go get a new lock on when his died (laughs) (laughs) i imagine that is picking out like a new beta fish More like a new doc. Like I said, that episode's absolutely packed. Like, it starts out with the Soma bit, which is so good. We have the hostage stuff. We have Louise getting her new thing. And we have the full climax of it all. It's packed tight. It feels like it's three or four episodes, but it still goes by really quick. I genuinely thought the actual first part of that, the whole hostage bit and the escape, was actually in the previous episode. Yep. Like, that's how jam-packed it is and how little is in the previous episode, actually. (laughs) I really, really like it. I, a criticism of it, as Zach kind of alluded to, is that a new and Lock-On's relationship comes a bit out of nowhere, which hurts the feels a little bit. Like I said, I always got them, but I invented a long shipping scene between the two of them that did not happen, apparently. Well, I got it. And like I said, in a previous uh, one of these that we recorded tonight, uh, they set it up well enough. Like, when it came up, it's like, oh yeah, that totally works. But it's kind of the... Same deal of characterizing of a character who's going to die immediately. Here's the sim- emotional climax we have for these characters. Oh shit, we didn't actually build anything up into this. So we're going to have to jam pack this pretty good. I was going to say, I, I think I'm actually... A news death didn't really affect me, but I'm okay with how much it affects Lock-On. Like, that part works for me just fine. Oh, that so. part they did really well, at least from this first part. We'll have to see going forward in the next episodes if they maintain that. That's right. I mean, there's only five episodes left, so. Just playing devil's advocate, because I also think it works quite well. I do wish we got more of why a new and lock on are 
into each other so much. Because I can totally buy they've been on a ship for four months being attracted to each other and they're having sex now. But clearly the relationship goes deeper than that for it to affect Lock-On so much. And I wish they had gone into some of why. Because yeah. Anu is barely a character, if we're being honest. Yeah, no, and we don't really get to see a, like really any intimate conversation between them. So yeah, The closest is tell me about your brother, Lock-On. And that's more to establish Lock-On's relationship with his brother. You know, I think it might have been better, rather than picking her up halfway through the season, have her be a presence on the Ptolemaeus from the start. Yeah, that I don't think that changes much and you get that. more time. We can give them more time and more scenes together. But like I've kind of alluded to before, there's a lot of stuff with Double O that I wish they had devoted more time to, but I don't know where you get that time in the second half. It's pretty fast. In contrast to Destiny, where there's a ton of stuff I wish they spent more time with, and there's a lot of faffing about. (laughs) Do you have a high point, Tyler? Oh, man. So much. I think I'm actually going to go for the after credit sequence. That's a good one. I think that is a good emotional beat for everyone in that scene. Except Hallelujah. I think that is a good emotional (laughs) beat for Hallelujah. It's just not. It kind of plays into Hallelujah's problem, you know, part of his whole thing. Like, he's kind of conflict averse, right? Yep. So, like, he wants to help, but at the same time, kind of can't bring himself to. It is not a trait I like in Hallelujah, but I think it is a good emotional beat for him. One of like the little things about that whole scene that I actually kind of like is the fact that Soma is standing with Hallelujah. Yeah, that's good. So like clearly there's still something there. She's just kind of angry at him a lot now. Yeah, it goes back into me thinking Mari and Soma are kind of two sides of the same coin. Mari is clearly both attracted to and devoted to Hallelujah. So I don't think Soma's like, hey, we're not in a relationship anymore. I think she's like, our relationship is on pause until I murder that guy who killed my dad. Exactly, yes. Zach, do you have a high point? I think it has to be when we actually see uh, Anu get shot. Like, the whole going into the Negaverse. The shot from downtown? Yes. <laughs> and it just pauses to, like, let that sink in and everything. Well, it's also, like, it comes so much out of nowhere. Like, it's exactly what you expect to happen, but it's also not at all what you expect to happen. Yeah, it does a good job of coming out of nowhere, because this plotline easily could have gone more episodes, right? Yeah. And also, Anu could have easily, like, come back and been, that could have been a way for them to get a bunch of information on the innovators, because we've got five episodes left and we've got to get to a climax, and she Mm -hmm. could have directed them to one. Mine is going to be the hostage rescue. I love the like bro look between Setsuna and Lockon, but I also just love a news relief of, oh, you'll come with me? Really? Yeah. That is a really great scene. I also, I, I love how it ends with Lockon being like, you didn't have to actually shoot me. I also really like just Melina's whole thing during that scene. Yeah. Of like, I've never been taken hostage before. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> do you have a low point, Tyler? If anything, it is probably the scene with Luis and Ribbons. It's just, I mean, like, it's establishing something, question mark. I don't know. Most scenes with ribbons aren't great, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I kind of am thinking now, do we think ribbons is a better or worse villain than Durundle and Raul the Crusade? Because I can go a lot of ways on it. And we're not done with them yet, but I feel like we had a lot more good to say about Durundle. And I wonder if Durundle would have gotten more MVPs if we were doing them then. Durundle is kind of a... Like, he is a manipulator force, and he feels like a manipulator force. Yeah, no, I think Durundle is a worse villain, but a much better and character. And I think part of the things that helps him with that... Is his interaction with Shin and Atherin, that he gets time with the characters? Well, That's what I was thinking, if you were having another He's got a little point. bit of that, and also the fact that he has Talia also kind of being there and being kind of on the fence with everything he's doing. He has relationships, and those are important to him, whereas Ribbon's whole deal is he does not care about anyone, yeah. right? Yeah, and a lot of what you build characters on is their relationships with other characters. Like, I feel like Ribbons is a more competent villain, but he is also a way less interesting character. Zach, do you have a low point? Huh. Man, that's hard, because this episode is actually really strong. Yeah, there's not a lot to choose from. There's the part where a Haro bounces through a cockpit and takes it over, and then that cockpit gets machine-gunned, and we didn't even think of that in high points. That's such a fun scene. What happens to the Haro? I think, it, I think it's going to be the fact that they have to fix the double O at the speed of plot. <laughs> it ends up being effective, though, right? Because that's how you get that, your high point, is because they have to do that. No, that's the thing. It's like, okay, we need some time to fix the O-Riser and the double O, and five minutes later, they're done fixing it. Like, it is at the speed of plot. I understand why it's done the way it is, but I'm just having a hard time coming up with an actual... 
thinking about it a little bit more. I think it's let's split up, gang. <laughs> um, and Setson is like, well, I use quantum brainwaves to know where they are, so maybe we could not. But actually, my plan will work better if it's just me and Lockout. So yeah, let's split up, gang. I wonder if Setsuna realized that's what he was doing, or if he was just like, I think I've got a really strong feeling it's in this direction. I don't think he had words for it, but I do think he had confidence. Well, I think he had confidence, but I don't think he was super, like, it wasn't 100% positive, okay, everybody go this way, so we'll dogpile her. This is a obscure one, and it's going to uh, kind of seem weird when we get to ranking it, but I think it's Anu having her own mobile suit. This is an odd time to try to sell me play sets and toys show. This mobile suit that's never going to show up again. Yep. <laughs> it would have been better to put her in, like, a uh, the Gadessa or the... Gazaro, I think, and give one of the other guys the new one. I think the new one works better because they want it to have the fangs to go against the bits. I think it's designed around the fight, and that works pretty well. But it's an odd time for it, especially because it makes an appearance here and nowhere else. Yeah, yeah. which is unfortunate because I actually kind of like this one. Yeah, we're ranking it today, so we'll get into that. Do you have an MVP, Tyler? I'm having a hard time with this one. I think it's actually a new for me, this episode. I was leaning hard towards her because, like, again, she gets so much that I really did love you, Lyle, and the, oh, you'll come with me, and even the shut up to Milena. Yeah. As she's... <laughs> uh, Zach, do you have an MVP? Lock on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that was one of the other choices. For yeah. Sure. It's ki- it feels to me like it's kind of a new or lock on. I could see the argument for Setsuna with the shooting lock on and also the, hey, I'll, I'll do it for you. You don't have to act tough, but I'm going to give it to a new. I mean, those two are kind of the emotional core of this episode, which is what drives this episode. Yeah. I mean, sure, there's a little bit of plot about them trying to steal the double O Gundam, but that's not what this episode is about. Yeah, remember that whole heist scene that happens in the first 10 minutes of this episode? Yeah, also that. That's the thing that happens. Ah. I really like a revives, like, interrogation scene being like, I don't know. I'm better than you. (laughs) All right. So we have to put the Gadess on our mobile suit list. I think it's better than the Gadessa. I, I yeah, agree. That, that's not even a challenge. Are you looking for a challenge? <laughs> you know, it is kind of funny that they insist on the fact that they're better than everybody else, despite the fact that they have now lost four of them. Yeah, they don't seem to be doing great. Although it's mostly down to uh, Setsuna's bullshit powers, so. <laughs> Thierry wiped the floor with Bring Stabity. That's fair. Well, that's because his name was Bring Stabity. <laughs> Do we think better or worse than the Dual Gundam? I kind of lean better. I like those fangs, and I like the color scheme on it, but it's close. It's also it's got a weird you, silhouette. I I, like I I strong agree, honestly. But okay. like it's a weird design. I mean, I just I really like the dual Gundam for. I think that I like the color scheme a lot more than you guys do, which is probably why. Better or worse than the Nodley? Hmm. It's got that. I like layer. the Nodley weirdly. I I think I like it better than the Nodley, but I do want to say it. It's not a super. I think I do too. Divisive. <laughs> Uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Better or worse than the RX-78? Oh, the boy. Classic. The original Gundam. I don't think it's as good as the RX-78, personally. It's got a sleeker look, and I like that to it. I would rather pilot it, but I don't think it has... It, like, the silhouette is nothing, and that's yeah. a problem with a lot of the double-O designs. Uh, yeah, especially with the Gades, the Gazaro, and the Gadessa. They all kind of have a similar sil- silhouette. The Gades has a little bit of an advantage because the sword helps out a lot, but... Also, Fangul! Shouldn't have jumped this, didn't see it was lower. Better or worse than the Double O Gundam? I think worse here. The the Double O without the riser. Yeah. I think I might actually like it better than just the straight-up Double O. I'm not sure. Honestly, the straight-up Double O has the problem of it looks like it's so top-heavy. I think I might have to give it to the Gades over the Double O. All right. Better or worse than the duel with the assault shroud? I think better because I don't like the silhouette the duel with the assault shroud cuts either. <laughs> I like the silhouette of the duel with the assault shroud. Like, I really like that one. So I think I prefer the duel with the assault shroud. I think I prefer the Gades, also partially because of the color scheme, although we literally just talked about how Zach likes the duel's color scheme better than us. Okay, speaking of dead girlfriends, final <laughs> question. Better or worse than the Destroy Gundam? So, okay, I do really like the Destroy Gundam because of how dumb it is. Yeah, um, it's a weird, like, I would rather pilot the Gades. I would rather use the Gades in a video game, but I like the gimmicky Destroy Gundam more, I think, ultimately. I didn't remember the Gades existed on my second watch through of this show. It was only this <laughs> one for this. I'm like, is that a different mobile suit? Better Google that real quick and find out. Yes, it is. And I think part of the problem is it just doesn't get a lot of screen time. I, oh, I certainly. think it would grow on you more if it was around well, longer. Well, it's very much a flash in the pan. Yep. Like, it's got less screen time than the freaking trilobite. 
Better or worse than the destroy? This is really hard for me because I like I actually like them both pretty well, but for very different reasons. I'm not a big fan. I, I'm not a huge fan of the destroy, honestly. So I think I'd give it to the Gades. Up to you, Tyler. It is. Um, I think I'm going to go with the destroy for pretty much the exact same reason you did, Jeremy. Is like I like the Gades in every possible way, except the destroy is very goofy, and I do like that about it. <laughs> so the Gades goes in number fifty nine above the duel with the assault shroud and below the destroy Gundam. Is there anything else we want to say on this episode? Oh no, it was really good. They managed to pack a lot in here and make it not feel rushed, which is amazing. The last, like, cluster of episodes has really reinforced my opinion that the second half of Gundam 00 is my favorite one half of a Gundam. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it's just rad. It's also got, like, just the right amount of shonen bullshit for me. It also worked out really well, I think, that we had to record six episodes this week, and we got three that were kind of the coup d'etat saga, and three that are kind of the Anu saga. Yeah. In a way that breaks down really conveniently for us. Yeah, that worked out really well. Five more episodes, guys. Who boy. I, we just did the, what all do they have to resolve? And like, they resolved the new, so that's one of the things. And Chun-Li is one of the things, but that's about it. Do they resolve Nina? Or does she just go on a murder spree and run away? I can confirm resolution. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can confirm that her character is resolved. <laughs> but we still got Mr. Bushido and Ribbons and Louise and... Now Kati Monikin off somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> Kati is now her own resolution thing. In the Soma Andre angle. Lots to do. A- any predictions you guys want to make or any hopes for the series? I really hope Saji and Louise get back together. I'm like, I could honestly see it going either way. It could so easily be the Gundam tragic death, right? Exactly, she could have yes. the Flay ending. Yep. Uh, Soma's got the Flay voice actor, but she could get the Flay ending. I think I know just enough about <laughs> this that I don't want to answer the question. <laughs> okay. Is there anything you hope? I mean, you, there's, if there's anything you don't know, you can have hopes for it, though. That's the thing. I don't know what I don't what I know and not. <laughs> I, I know just like you're in a new I, returner, and we don't know what you know or when you know it. I know just enough to get myself into trouble with this question. All right. Anything else we want to say on this episode? It's a really good one. Yeah, go watch it. M- maybe watch all the other ones first, but go watch it. <laughs> it's again. Then we'll return in the door of change.